Hi, and welcome to The Language Lie. A podcast about idioms. I'm Ingrid. I'm Casey. Casey, how's it going? It's great. How you doing? I'm great. It's a fantastic, beautiful day here. Cool. I actually made a note to myself that was like, please don't talk about the weather anymore. Mm. And that was your opener. <laughs> yes. It's Cool. I'm doing great. How about everything over there cool. you know the- why because we put out the episode like two weeks late yes. and then by then it's freezing <laughs> we put out the episode two weeks to possibly three months later yes 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 so. between now and february we should put this episode out um <laughs> yes uh well i'm really excited because i hear you have an idiom to tell me about today. i have an idiom to tell you about today as I was just about to say, <clears throat> uh, this one, I want to shout out to Tall Kyle at Patica. Oh, Tall um, Kyle. I love Tall Kyle. Yeah, because he suggested this idiom. <laughs> I also love that there has to be a distinction between Kyle's. This doesn't apply to anyone who's listening to this podcast who doesn't go to this coffee shop that Casey and I are referring to. But the, I, I saw other Kyle there the other day is a Kyle mm-hmm. who used to work at the coffee shop. Short Kyle. <laughs> and he's a very tall person. He's also And very I was tall, like, yes. hey, Kyle. But I never knew him super well. And then I saw tall Kyle later and I was like, wait, did I call the other Kyle the wrong name just because I'm thinking... Did I call the other Kyle tall Kyle? <laughs> no, I was like, how, how are there this many people named Kyle? And now I've reached the syn- syntactic satiation with that word where I'm like, Kyle isn't a name. No, it's not. It's, it's fake. Okay, sorry. Shout uh, out to Tall Kyle. Tall Kyle, who's like eight feet tall, probably. Mm-hmm. Works at Patica. Uh, didn't get his permission to use his name or likeness on this podcast, so <laughs> apologies. We're going to get sued by Tall Kyle. <laughs> oh, no. Perfect. You can have it all. Um, this idiom is... Oh, that's the idiom. You can have it all? No. Oh. <laughs> nope. I was giving him the podcast. Okay. Yes. That's you can point. have the podcast. Thanks. Take it. The idiom is shoe in, as mm. in they're a shoe in to win. I like this one. Do you know? Have you heard of it? There are a few I don't like. And yes, I have heard shoe in. Uh, your shoe in means you're absolutely going to win the thing. Unless you completely, to use another idiom, screw the pooch. You're a shoe in You're going to... But I think it usually... Or maybe this says something about my personality. But I think it usually uh, relates to winning, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So it's in regards to an election or some sort of competition. So uh, Merriam-Webster defines this as one that is a certain and easy winner... Uh, Cambridge Dictionary says someone who is certain to win an election or competition, like I just said. Okay. So it doesn't so you say are... anything negative about my personality that I just think of it about winning. You are okay. so competitive. I am very competitive at toss. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Urban Dictionary gives us an example. Uh, Australia are a shoe-in for Cricket World Cup, for the Cricket World Cup. Cambridge Dictionary gives us another Example, the Padres are a shoe-in to win the pennant this season, whatever those words mean. I think that's never true, right? I feel like I looked up World people who have not won the World Series, and I think the Padres have never won. But rightly, if I'm wrong. 
Okay, that seems very or specific right. and sports related for someone who <laughs> called it toss earlier. But <laughs> we definitely mm-hmm. uh, believe you. Um, great. So lots of sports references, lots of election references. Okay. Yeah. From what I'm from what I'm seeing on on the internet. I can see that. Do you know where this comes from? Mm. Immediately, like, running shoes, some sort of athletic shoe, and someone is barely, like, they're breaking the finish line before someone else by their one shoe over the mark. Oh. A shoe in the finish line. Mm-hmm. I see. Incorrect. Uh, it's <laughs> So first thing I want to say is... It's actually spelled S-H-O-O. Oh, I don't like that at all. In, um, and there's usually a hyphen, so S-H-O-O hyphen I-N. Wow. Is the more traditional I've possibly been not correcting for this my entire career. Oh Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. For those of you that don't know, (laughs) Ingrid edits books for a living. And I have uh, never corrected that. Except for this that. one. <laughs> yes, I great. have never corrected that particular thing. Great. Um, so the origins are go back pretty far. Um, to shoo generally means to scare, drive, or send something mm. or someone away. Just, just scat. My, my great aunt used to yell at animals that would come on her porch and say, scat. Oh, Which cool. It's very weird now that I think of it. Great. So, Edom Online, which I think is short for etymology online. They've just shortened it mm. in a terrible way. Edom E-T-Y-M. Online. Yes, okay. online. All one word. No dash. No nothing. Mm. That's a choice. Yeah, it was a choice. Um, says that the exclamation shoe kind of came into circulation around the late 15th century. Originally spelled S-H-O-U. Uh, again, to drive something away. A lot of times um, in regards to birds or other sort of like small creatures. Hmm. And they say like perhaps it was just sort of an instinctive sound or that sound was particularly effective to get the creatures away. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm old, but not that old. So (laughs) I wasn't there. Amiri Mobster gives sort of the, the, the link between just shooing someone away and kind of how we got to shoo in that, you know, there are other variations of that, of like shooing in a kid from the playground into the classroom. You'd shoo them into the classroom. Okay. Um, you kind of shuffle them in. And then eventually that took hold and the word shoo in started to be part of the vernacular around the 1930s, huh. 1920s, 1930s. And it was oftentimes used in horse racing. And it began to refer to a rigged race uh, where one horse was sure to win because of cheating. Oh, horseshoes. No, again, it's no. not shoe. Okay. No. Nope. We covered that a little bit earlier. I understand. I was just thinking that the <laughs> spelling possibly changed, though you did just go through all of the spelling things. So, sorry, go ahead. We can edit that out. (laughs) No, Uh, (laughs) I'm perfectly comfortable with how ridiculous I sound. 
And yeah, and so the idea became basically that the same concept of shooing something away or shooing something in, like inside, like a child, um, with basically shooing the horse across the finish line as the winner. Hmm. And so basically came to mean a sure win, but with the connotation of cheating. Okay. Which over the years, that has sort of faded, and now it doesn't have that negative connotation of, you know, if it. If an election is definitely going to go one way and a candidate has a shoe in to win, it's not necessarily um, expected that there's cheating happening. Um, so at some point in time, that, that negative connotation kind of faded. Um, hmm. Likely at the decline of like, you know, horse racing being like a huge thing and then sort of faded. Um, uh, so that is the origin, relatively short. I love it. I will say that shoe, S-H-O-O, sounds like shoe, S-H-O-E. Mm-hmm. As, as I have... As you've demonstrated twice so far, so far. And it's actually a pretty common mistake that happens in a lot of publications. Um, so Vocabulary.com has an article about it. This is a quote. Pittsburgh is a shoe in as long as Allegheny County, which controls modern underused airport, blows it with high taxes. That's from the New York Times. They misspelled shoe in. Yeah, I didn't edit that article, A. And B, the New York Times has some really egregious typos. Like, hmm. particularly the online edition. I will oh. be reading things sometimes and I'm like, has no one looked at this ever? Like, it's just kind of, it, I'm like, how did the writer even get these things wrong? But yeah. I would imagine if you're editing, I mean, you know this more than I do, so don't let me mansplain this to you. Would you like to mansplain? I would my... imagine that if I were an editor. Would you like to mansplain my career of 20 years to me, Casey? Yes, please. Thank I'm you. just going to sum it up real okay. quick in a little soundbite. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd imagine if you're editing a bunch of stuff on a time crunch, some I, w- I would guess some things kind of just kind of blur together yeah it's amazing what the the mind will overlook and it's not even on a time crunch i mean i get things that have been looked at by five people and there are still errors in them and i'm sure that i leave some in there as well uh it's just your your brain kind of glosses over things frequently Mm. that said the new york times should do a little bit better (laughs) yeah well, let's make sure to tag them. Yes, 100%. In this, 100% in this episode. Will do. I'm sure they'd be thrilled. Do you have, do you have like a process that you, or do you have like internalized tools that you use to kind of like make sure that you're focusing on stuff? Yeah. I mean, you take entire courses and things around what to look for. They teach this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shockingly, there is there are courses that you can take around this this subject. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, you have whole lists. Uh, we could we could make another podcast about the process of editing if you'd like. No, no, one well, is plenty. <laughs> Thank you, though, so much. You have enough to do. Yes. Um, okay. Cool. So one more thing before. We go. I'm gonna send you something, and if you can read this, I want to let you know that this is from an album called Doom Wop. No, nope. um, I meant to look 
this album up and I completely forgot because I wanted to get a sense of what it actually sounded like. But it has the word doom in it, so if you could do like doom and gloom, a little screamo. So we're not doing... necessarily. You don't have to like scream it. But don't, like, don't worry. A take the essence of. It. Um, we're doing like a death metal situation here. Yes, please. Okay. I think that's oh. like. I think you just kind of like generalize a lot because I think doomcore and death metal are probably different. But I is I'm doomcore... sure most of our listeners know. Is doomcore a thing? I think so. Yeah. Wow, I need to do... Oh, I'm so excited about what I'm doing with the rest of my day. Yeah, Doomcore is a thing. Researching Doomcore. I, I had mm-hmm. a real... Like, it really messed with my brain when the little... I say little girl, the teenage girl who lived next door to me was like, oh, you're super cottagecore. I was like, what is what is happening? Why are those words? And you did live in a cottage. I did. <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> Um, okay. You wear a lot of sundresses. Like is I that cottagecore? I think, in the context of the cottage, yes. I thought cottagecore was like, I don't know, Goldilocks and stuff. Okay. Didn't she have a sundress? I think she was wearing a pinafore. <laughs> oh my God, we've gone <laughs> real off the rails here. Did you ever walk around your yard with like a basket, like putting flowers in them? Probably. Okay, that's probably <laughs> Definitely probably about. did that. Okay. Maybe I can get a little leg up. Baby said it should really be a shoe. <laughs> Baby, honey, just a bit of money. That should do the trick that keeps me moving. Well, even if I had a bit of money, I still don't think I know what I'd be doing. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't even matter at all. Give me tips or tricks that get me moving. Move it. Baby, I thought you said it'd be a shoe in. Move it. Baby, I thought you said it'd be a shoe in. Wow. That was really good. Thanks. Thanks. Haunting my nightmares later. That was a very interesting song. Doomcore. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I should I should um, cite who they are. This is a 2022 song by Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol from no. their album Doom Wop. Wow. Relatively new. Okay. The, the rest of the lyrics, actually, I, like, I kind of don't feel like it's like Doomcore, but I don't know. I have to, I meant to listen to it. I'm really sorry, everyone. <laughs> everyone go listen to it and report back, please. So that's it. I appreciate it. That was Horse racing. great. Horse racing. S-H-O-O dash or hyphen I-N. I'm going to go ahead and say. mess this up. I still don't really understand, but it's good. You don't understand the origin of this? Do I do it again? No, it's okay. It's uh, like a lot of idioms. It's kind of like. Oh, it doesn't really make sense that people did that, but all right. It doesn't really make sense that we speak words, so. Okay, well, now I just feel like you're making excuses for me. <laughs> all right, well, if anyone else didn't get this, just let me know. We can read. I was can not an better insult research. To, to you at all. <laughs> well, that was great. Thanks, Casey. I yes. appreciate it. <laughs> um, all right, well, would you like an international idiom? Sure. All right, there. I've just recently looked one up. So in a lot of different languages, you can say like father, like son. Mm, yes. So just a quick one. I would like you to know that the Georgian version of that is like nation, like monk. Huh? Is this how you felt with shoe-in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could probably do a whole dive into... Why that is the thing that they say in Like Georgian. nation, like monk? Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. That you've seemed underwhelmed. 
I'm just confused the the correlation. Idioms are very confusing. Yes. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Where is that from? Jordan? Georgia. Georgia. Oh, my bad. Georgian is it is a Georgian idiom. So got it. Cool. Yeah. Well, this was um, a catastrophic idiom podcast. It was today. a fantastic one. We didn't learn I anything. Think that what we've discovered is, as always, idioms are confusing, and I love them. Um, so, if you would like us to clarify anything further, you can email us at thelanguagelie at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs at thelanguagelie on Instagram. It's probably your best bet. If yes. You have Facebook. And we also are putting episodes on YouTube with. Uh, closed captioning. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting to say that, but it does yeah. take a... <laughs> I, I do spend a lot of time doing it, so wanted to make sure so you go over there them. and subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel. All right. It's The Language Lie, and you have to search for the channel. But uh, <laughs> we'll... So the way that YouTubes work is <laughs> it's a video platform. It is a video platform. You can find crazy things on there. All right, well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Cool. Thanks, y'all. Bye.